0: All right, part seven, just finishing up of this, and uh, there's no way to where I could let you all leave this early anyway because you never would get back right. It'd take me six years to get you back on path. I'll let you all leave this early. <laughs> Brother Craig, what, man? I'm ready to go right now. Okay, now, all right. And Jesus passed forth from thence. He saw a man named Matthew sitting at the receipt of custom, and he said unto him, Follow me. And he arose and followed him. See? How easy is that, boy? You has to get us—we kicking and screaming and hollering and moaning and groaning—and for sure, most people. But you—you you notice the people in this room right here, other than Sister Erica, and other than Sister—I mean, uh, not Sister, uh, Brother Malcolm. <laughs> <laughs> Almost, I was thinking about the little pink knife. But anyway. But uh, Brother Malcolm, who we had to convince, Sister Erica, who was so, just so enthralled with her job at the theater and everything and, and just did not want to come to church, and, and Brother Malky Malk, who was just like making 27 different excuses, but he finally came on, amen. But for the most part, as soon as y'all came, was It was it. it, was it. When you when you finally came you truly heard the voice of the Lord say, Follow me. And everybody that's come to this church has been here ever since. Other than Sister Rosie, who went on hiatus for about five years when she first came. Amen. Had to walk around keeping her Bible for five years before she finally gave in. She had a lot to give up, cartel and all <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He said uh, that that Chapo buried the dead. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. All right. And he arose and followed him. Then said Jesus unto his disciples, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. See, we know this well. When God calls us, Unto separation. It's absolute. It's absolute. He it calls us to separate ourselves unto Him. Amen. And we have to deny ourselves. We have to deny what we would normally want to do or what we would normally do. We have to, we have to forcibly deny that. And we have to take our cross up to die on. And continually crucify that flesh throughout each and every day. And we follow the Lord. We follow His Word. Amen? Now, next. What does it mean to follow Him? It means we follow His rules. We follow His will, His way, His Word, not ours. It's all about following what He said. it got nothing to do with following what we, what we used to follow, what we thought, what we have theory and all that. We can't follow that. We have to follow God unreservedly, exactly what he said, just like he said it. Amen. Now, the young man saith unto him, All these things have I kept from my youth. What lack I yet? And the Lord said, Jesus said unto him, If thou wilt be perfect, thou wilt be complete, go and sell that thou hast, and give to the poor. And thou shalt have treasure in heaven. And come, and follow me. What was he saying? The Lord was telling him, look, everybody's got a cross to bear Everybody's got a burden. Everybody's got things they are going to have to let go of. And what he was showing by this story was the more of this earth that you own, the more of this earth that is in you and that you possess, the harder it is going to be for you to turn loose of everything. If somebody has nothing, that's why in Africa and places like that or over in some of these really, really poor countries, you have revival Breaking out where fifty a hundred thousand people get the Holy Ghost in a revival, I mean, buddy, because you have people that leave two weeks ahead walking across desert with lions and tigers and and everything else you can think of, chasing them and everything else they leave. They leave days in advance because there's a because Reinhardt bonkie's coming to a, a place over in another village or something or in a coliseum somewhere and they don't have no way they got no cars and stuff like that no bicycles they have to walk man so they and their whole family will walk for days through the desert to get to this that's hunger well you know why you know why they're hungry because they've heard about a man that said hey you could come as you are he said that hey man take Take my yoke upon you, and I'll show you paradise. You can have paradise, and you don't have to have money to get it. Amen. You can just trade in what you have and follow me, and I'll give you a reward that's out of this world. Amen. But they got nothing to lose, man. You know what? That's why they're all in. And when they hear of this, they hear of this great news. When they hear of this wonderful gift and all of the things that they can have, all they got to do is follow Jesus. Buddy, there's it's a no brainer for them. There's, I'm in, all the way. But you got people like this rich man in America, who said, "Man, I, you know, I've kept the law and all that from my from my youth. What lack I yet? Well, you know what God was saying. You know what the Lord was saying to him right here. You're still lacking. You're still lacking. You ain't gonna make it, even though you've kept all the law." It's not what you it's not what you've done, it's what you refuse to do that's going to put you in hell. What was he refusing to do? He was refusing to let go of the things that meant the most to him. Remember? What was that sister? Sister Hoffman? Mm hmm. Where a man's treasure is, there will his heart be also. See that man's mind was on the things he treasured. He treasured his possessions. That's where his mind was. And he couldn't turn loose of those possessions because he had great possessions. He said, if you'll be perfect, if you'll be complete, then you need to give all that stuff to the poor and thou shalt have treasure. God was asking him to do the one thing he was not willing to do. It wasn't necessary to give it to the poor. It was you need to let go of it yourself. You need to let go of that yourself so you can grab on to me. Because that was a God to him. It was more important to him than God. How do we know that? Because of what happened next. But when the young man heard this saying, he went away. See? The sorrowful ain't got nothing to do with it, really. I mean, that's it's it's, it's in there, but the most important part of that passage right there is that he went away and he was sorrowful of course because he had great possessions and he wasn't about to turn loose his stuff his stuff was more important to him than God it's just stuff but it was more important to him than following God wonder where that man's at today if he didn't turn I can tell you exactly where he's at he had great possessions. Whatever it is that you've got, God requires it. All right, brother. And as he passed by, he saw Levi the son of Alphaeus sitting at uh, sitting at the receipt of customs, and said unto him, "Follow me." And he arose and followed him. Next. Jesus saith unto him, If I will, that he tarry till I come, what is that to thee? Follow thou me. Here's where the Lord was talking to Peter. Peter was more concerned about John following him. And the Lord said, Hey, if I will, that he tarry till I come. What is that to thee? Sometimes you find people comparing themselves among themselves, measuring themselves by themselves. He said, that's not wise. You know, you don't need to worry about the one next to you, the one in front of you, the one behind you. You don't need to be worried about the pastor. You don't be worried about Brother Edward or anybody else in the congregation. What you need to be worried about is the man or the woman in the mirror. That's what you need to be looking at. Because your walk is between you and God. It ain't got the first thing to do with anybody else. It's between you and God. It's going to be you and God when you stand before Him. And you better be lined up with that Word I'm preaching right there. You're going to wish you had been. I'm going to tell you right now because it's over with then. It's over with. When you stand before God, it's too late. You could stand before Him before this day is over. Any one of us could. You better be lined up with that book. Because if you're not, you're going to remember this Word, I promise you. He said, if, "If I will, if I will, that he tarry till I come. What is that to thee?" He said, "Ain't no your business. What I do with my servant, what I do with him, ain't got nothing to do with you. Don't worry about him. You need to follow me. You follow me. Well, but what about no, no? And about what about nothing? You." Follow me. Don't worry about him. Don't worry about her. You just follow me. You just do what I tell you to do. You let me worry about them because they belong to me, not you. Amen. All right. And he said unto another, Follow me. But he said, Lord, suffer me first to go and bury my father. Jesus said unto him, Let the dead bury their dead. But go thou and preach the kingdom of God. See that? And another also said, Lord, I will follow thee. But let me first go bid them farewell, which are at home at my house. And Jesus said unto him, No man having put his hand to the plow, and looking back, is fit for the kingdom of God. See that? We have a job to do. We are in the kingdom of God. As we have looked at carefully over the past couple of weeks, we have seen very clearly that God, and there's many, many hundreds more scriptures that back up everything we've just done throughout the entire Bible. There's so many scriptures that we never would have got to the end of it. But this, I believe, was very sufficient to show you God's agenda and His requirements for His house and His people. And the separation thereof, and the holiness thereof, and the uh, the manner thereof, the manner of the house, amen. And the and the and the laws of the house, and the and the statutes thereof, and, and all of those things, and 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 God's ways. It's very precise. Very clear. All this notion that you come as you are and let Jesus make the change and God's okay with you. He doesn't expect this, but He expects everything. He expects everything. Don't you? Don't you expect everything from God? Don't you expect God to take you to heaven one day and give you all He's got? When you want something from God, don't you want His best? Of course you do. We always want His best. He'll settle for no less than than your best either. Amen. God will not play second fiddle to anybody or anything. Amen. Some, here as we see, tried to add to or alter the plan of God. Not going to work. God said, nope. Either take it or leave it. It's my way or the highway. If you want me, you're going to do it my way. There's only one way. Jesus said, I am the way. There's only one way. It's His way. Praise God. Stand with me.